the biggest thing to accept is that procrastination is a choice. And you can choose to validate the excuses associated with the why you're procrastinating, or you can choose to disassociate with them so that you can start participating in creating the conditions of the things that you do want versus those that you don't. Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast, where I help you simplify the video creation process to help you reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. From learning to use your camera to simplifying video strategy to help you grow your brand and share your vision using video. So let's jump right into today's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. This week, I want to talk about procrastination. When you're going through some kind of a phase where either it's been a while since you've recorded or simply because maybe how your latest videos are performing or not performing the way that you want, it can put a dampener on whether or not you want to show up and keep creating content if you are inspired to create content or not, because whenever you sit down and you get ready to take your camera and put it in your face and you're sitting there and you're just looking at the screen and it's kind of just, you see that red record symbol or maybe you haven't even hit it yet, check all the settings, use the restroom, make sure you get some water, maybe you uh, got some coffee or something like that. Either way, you're sitting there and you're, you're just kind of waiting for something but that something never comes. Or even before you do all of that, you're like, no, I need to plan more. I need to spend more time doing doing that first. Uh, I need to spend more time actually thinking about what to produce. I need to do research, right? I need to put more effort and time into researching the topic. But when you really boil it down, do you though? Or are you procrastinating? So I want to dive into that in this week's episode, because I think when I'm when I'm looking through, especially whether it's working with a client, when I'm getting certain kind of comments, it'll make me want to do research into who this person is, who their ideal target audience is and who they're trying to talk to and connect with and things like that. And what I find is that, unfortunately, it seems because whether I'm in that coach's chair and for sure, I have that outside of the frame perspective. When I see what someone is or is not doing, I just kind of question what's the holdup? What are you waiting for? Or what's holding you back? And sometimes it's like, oh, if, you know, once I get the new camera situated, then I'll be great. Um, it's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm still working with the audio or the lighting and stuff. But then once I, you know, get that sorted out, then I'll be great for sure. And it's like, oh, well, you know, I really don't have the right lenses uh, or, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm working on the workflow right now. Uh, and, you know, so we're refining some things and, you know, just taking some time off uh, to get that fixed first. And then we'll put out some more stuff. It's like, you know, research taking a little bit more time than uh, expected. So it's just kind of what it's like, how many excuses are we going to list and roll off here? So, <laughs> you know, let's be very real and be very honest. Uh, with ourselves. Why are you pausing? I think that's the first point that needs to be addressed and how you really get over the procrastination for real, for real. Why are you pausing? What's causing the pause? And I would, I would encourage you, don't try to adjust what you're going to say or the how you're going to say. Really just 
read it out to yourself or start a voice memo, I think is super helpful because writing it, it's still too much locked into your own mind. But when you read it out to yourself, maybe what it is that you have written or you have saved in like a digital notepad someplace uh, or something like that. But I would encourage you to really think about how you're approaching this for real, for real. How is it that you're saying this? Like, what's the language that you're using? That's why I said do a voice memo. And however long that voice memo is, is fine. Nobody has to listen to it but you. But save it and then listen to it back. Now, I want you to think about what excuses am I trying to validate here? And that's the second one. What is the thing under the thing? As my friend who's been on the podcast before, Jeff Barsh, that episode, those episodes, there's been two of them now with Jeff on the podcast, it's been super instrumental and really, really great. But that's his concept is the thing underneath the thing. So we're saying that we're having consistency issues. We're saying that uh, we're running into uh, a workflow problem. We're saying that uh, you're needing some new kind of a gear or something that will solve a problem for you, and then you'll be able to do whatever you need to when it comes to the content aspect to get out of this state of procrastination. So my question to you would be this, what excuses are you listing that you're trying to validate? And why are you choosing to validate them? Your, your excuses will always be valid if you want them to be. All excuses are equal. All excuses are equal. And all distractions are equal because they're all distracting you away from the things that you want. Now, the reason why I say I want you to validate the second point is like, why are you validating it? Is because you're justifying whatever the thing is. Now, there are real issues. Everything's not an excuse. Uh, there are some things that literally are in the way, but things are as real as you want them to be at times. And there are some times when you have to learn to embrace discomfort and push past where your current best is right now, because your best has gotten you to where you are right now. It's not going to get you to where you need to go next. Otherwise you'd already be there. Obviously something else is required. There's no, also no such thing as I need to keep learning and then I'll be ready to start, or I'm going to start by X, Y, Z date. I'll do it by then. That's great for goal setting. When you have all the other parameters of, I'm sure you may have heard and probably researched the smart goal. You know, they're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable. Uh, you have a time limit set to it, hashtag all the things, right? But when you're evaluating all of those areas, do you have all the other things outlined and are you committing to all those areas of the SMART goals, they're specific, they're measurable, and all those things. Because if not, and you only have the date set, we're missing the other key components to make this work. Otherwise, you know, waiting to achieve a goal could be considered an excuse. But no, it's like, why? Are, what are the ones that are actually really valid, that are in progress, and what are the ones that are discomfort excuses? The third thing that I want you to think about is and I'm looking at my notes here, what would posting solve that waiting 
isn't solving because there's always an answer to that question, which is why I wanted to make sure I read it off specifically how I notated it, which is what would posting solve that waiting doesn't or hasn't solved the research one and the one about, um, you know, you're waiting on a certain dates, stuff like that, because you're waiting for conditions to present themselves. Well, here's the thing. Those conditions probably have already presented themselves. You just found another excuse as to say as to why it was not. So you're creating the conditions of the thing that you say that you don't want. It was a, and that's part of a, a quote that I absolutely love. I'm trying to uh, remember, I have, I've talked about that before on the vlog channel um, and in a vlog, which was part of a LinkedIn post where it was a statement uh, that was made of how am I creating the conditions that I say that I don't want? How am I being a participant to the conditions that I'm saying and the results that I'm saying that I don't want? Growth of a YouTube channel, growth of a business, growth of yourself does not come by way of osmosis. Even if you accidentally do something to where something takes off or you have success with it, it'll be short-lived. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. When you think about that phrase that W. Clement Stone shared years ago, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal is the thing that has you holding yourself back worth the time the money the energy the emotional expenditures that it's already costing you is it really worth it, it, it mo most of the time when you really sit down to dispel the devil which is why my my book uh, my best-selling book, I'm proud to always say that, the the One Right video. That's why the first phase of the book that we discussed was on mindset and belief systems. And if you go back a few episodes here in the podcast, you'll see that I read through uh, chapter the entire chapter three, which is on imposter syndrome. Like you are not an imposter. You are also not your past failings. You are also not the past failings that you remember that feel real on the inside. You are not the past failed videos that you have posted. Those things, and it's funny because I'm, I'm going through the book called uh, 10X, 10X uh, is easier or better than 2X. Uh, is the book, I can't, can't remember the title exactly, but I have it here is 10X is easier then 2X is by Dan Sullivan uh, with Dr. Benjamin Hardy. 10X is easier than 2X. I'm going to put that down in the show notes and in the description uh, for the video version of this podcast on YouTube as well. There's something that he talks about uh, in the introduction-ish of the first chapter of the book. Uh, more so introduction. I think he dives a little bit more into this. But somewhere between introduction and first chapter. So once you first dive into this, he mentioned something about the difference of content versus context. And if you think about your belief systems like furniture in a house, 
each one of those pieces of furniture mean something to you. And when they break, whether it be a belief system, whether it be a goal or a memory or something that there was some point of failure or something, there's some kind of a negative association with that thing, that piece of furniture. We judge ourselves by that content, that one single piece of a thing versus the overall value context of the home. So instead of thinking of one memory, or even if you got a few, we would never get rid of an entire house be just because the furniture is bad. Yet when it comes to ourselves as a whole, we judge ourselves individually based on those individual pieces of furniture and that we think content wise makes up a collection of who we are and whatnot. They do not because all of those bits are replaceable and they could be replaced with something better. I love that analogy because it partners itself along with the same mindset uh, in the book. Um, can't think of what it's called. It's right, T, by T. Harv Eckert, something about the millionaire mindset, something around that uh, topic. I can't remember at the moment. I'll put it down in the show notes as well. But he makes that description as well, that different pieces of your belief system are like furniture in a home. And if it's all run down and if it's all beat up, Sometimes we go and we're like, well, we keep, we keep sitting on the broken chair, for example, because it's the only chair that you have. And that even though it sucks, it still kind of works. Kind of. <laughs> so instead of, of getting rid of it, we just kind of deal with it. And then we get these personal development books. We get these inspiration to get rid of it. We're going to change it and, you know, we mean it and all those different things. You write it down. We start doing it for about a good four to six, seven days, maybe. And then you go back into your old habits. And he equates that to having a new mindset, idea shift or information, new information. We take that old chair. We don't take it out to the dumpster where we know the trash is going to be. We just put it in the backyard because we justify an excuse by saying like, well, I'm just going gonna, gonna to put it back in the in near the shed in in the shed just you know just to make sure the cushions don't get wet i don't want to have any kind of mildew issues and stuff so I, i'm just putting it in the shed i'm not gonna put it in the dumpster where i know it's going to be thrown away by a scheduled date and time based on that trash can routine or dumpster routine so i'm gonna put it someplace else i can reaccess that again and it comes up when you introduce yourself into a situation where you're ready to eat dinner. Where are you going to sit? You got rid of your chair. Well, I haven't bought a new chair yet. I haven't replaced that idea or that ideal and that belief system. So I'm just going to go back and get that chair out the shed real quick. I'm just, just for a couple of days. I just need it to get me over until, and you know, I might as well just order a new chair. Eventually I'm waiting for the price to drop down on Amazon. And then I'm going to go, it's like, how many more things are we going to, you know, justify? Or are we just going to get rid of the chair? And because most are not willing to sit in discomfort for a minute to just sit on the floor for a second, whether that be a day or two or a week, whatever's required until you replace it with the new and better chair, new behaviors, new thoughts, new ideals that become your own over time. The best way to get rid of 
video and content procrastination is really to go through a process like this when you write down and look at what are all, all the excuses that I'm holding on to? What are all of the procrastination bits and, and the reasons why that to me feel very real? Who else's excuse am I identifying with? I see this a lot, uh, which is very poison, very much so poison to your creative inspiration and abilities because it just adds more weight. All of these belief systems are like cinder blocks around your ankles, around your brain. It's just cinder blocks with ropes on them or chains on them. And you're just holding on to all the weights. And you'll see or hear somebody else talk about them go through depression, them having some kind of creative constipation, or they have too many ideas, or they need to do it in a certain way first, or it's got to be this way. It's got to be line by line. It's got to be this way first. Oh, I got to do this other thing first. Oh, when I get this, then I'll be able to and then jump into this whole aspect of the quote unquote me too emotions, which are very, again, very much so a self-administered poison because you're identifying maybe with what somebody else's real issues were, but for you, they're superficial. But because you feel like, oh man, I'm not the only person. I, I'm just like this person. That's poison. It's a self-administered poison. And it's not always good to agree with somebody else's BS. It just isn't. All belief systems, courtesy of Cliff Ravenscraft, he's like, you're, you just have a BS problem, a belief systems problem. But all of, your, all of somebody else's belief systems are not worth adopting. So be careful what stuff you adopt just because it makes you feel comfortable and it validates those things that you listed or talked about. We all each go through this and we, we deal with this in different ways, but it's really no point in validating some of these excuses, honestly, because it, for what, why? Why not let them go and lean into discomfort, the temporary discomfort whatever that time frame made necessary time frame may be to do the thing, become the person, achieve the goals that you really, really, really want, or that you say that you really, really, really want. Be careful, be mindful of the things that you are aligning yourself with that are contributing to you getting the results that you say that you don't want. How are you participating and contributing to the results or lack of them that you say that you don't want to the conditions of the thing that you say that you don't want. How are you participating in that failure? When it comes to your mindset, one of the greatest things that you can begin to embrace and think about is what brings you joy? And keep that at the forefront of your mind. And it, if it's been a while since you've recorded, if it's been a while since you've not just uploaded a video, not just recorded a video, but actually hit publish. You actually pressed publish. If it's been a while since you did that, and I'm not saying like, oh, I kept it unlisted. Oh, I kept it private. No, you let it fly. If it's actually been a while since you've done that, 
do Instagram stories, do a couple of those, do a YouTube short or an Instagram reel or something, post content that way, because that gets you over that bubble and it pops the bubble so that you can just start getting into a flow. Say, just put two or three top questions. You don't even, you can go into somebody else's comment section. Let's say you're just starting out from scratch or whatever, or you're trying to rebuild, rebrand, whatever. Go into somebody else's comments, find comments that you know that you can answer and align with and talk about those in, in your video, in the short or whatever, answer the question. The biggest thing to accept is that procrastination is a choice and you can choose to validate the excuses associated with the why you're procrastinating or you can choose to disassociate with them so that you can start participating in creating the conditions of the things that you do want versus those that you don't. That's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode of the Video Simplified podcast. Uh, no gear fix this week. I just want you all to know um, really quickly, by the time you're listening to this, maybe up until the end of this particular week, this is the last week in July, The my book has been on sale. Uh, we did this around like Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day. Uh, and so it's been extremely discounted as low as it probably will ever be. And that's only for a limited time only remaining. We're getting ready to sh close that down. Uh, by the end of the week. So if you have not picked up a physical copy of my brand new book, uh, my best selling book, The One Right Video, make sure you do that. Both the ebook and the physical print book are um, heavily, heavily discounted. So make sure you check that out. And if you've never left a rating or review, you got value out of this show before, make sure you leave a rating or review for the next creator coming along that would need some help and love to listen to an episode like this. And as I love to end all of my shows, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails with that guys do with passion and i will see you on the next video or podcast yeah we'll call it the next podcast take care thanks for tuning into this week's episode but the value doesn't stop there for more in-depth trainings courses and growing your brand using video join the video simplified community at videosimplified.live